Wisconsin bars get packed after the state Supreme Court ends the lockdown orders. L.A. County is requiring everybody to wear a mask outside by government force. And I show you how to calculate your COVID-19 death rate. We're going to get into all this and more. Welcome to the Raging Patriot Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Saladino, where we go through everything in the news together. Now let's get into this. Watch this clip of New Yorkers destroying this fake news reporter. I'm just trying to get by on the sidewalk, that's all. Well, you shouldn't be here, you fake news. You stopped, you stopped airing the Trump <laughs> briefings and you keep airing Cuomo briefings. Go home, you fake news. Go home, you fake news. We know you want to keep your job. We get it. You're not getting advertising dollars in right now. You want to you're not going to answer? So you're just going to go live? You're yes, gonna I am getting a paycheck. I'm very happy. But other people are not getting paychecks. And they're not getting it. You used to be a good channel at one time. I don't know. Exactly. She's saying, you guys are getting paychecks. We're not. So who are you guys to say to promote your BS about keeping the lockdowns going? What happened to you? Obviously, this guy's going through the crowd specifically to instigate. There we go. Fuck you. Put me on TV, too. My name is Kevin, tell the truth, Kevin. Come on. Fake news is not essential. Fake news is not essential. Fake news is not essential. It's essential for the Democrats to keep in power, that's for sure. Definitely not essential, though. You see, I love these these patriots. These are some New Yorkers, upstate New Yorkers. And the, this, their their built up anger and frustrating against the mainstream media and the Democrats is fully justified because you got these mainstream media losers, total p words. Cat word telling the majority of America that they can't open their business. They can't go back to work because there's a a virus out there that's going to kill them that never killed them. These patriots have all reason to be mad and all reason to flip off the fake news journalists and the fake news media. I, I respect them for what they did because I would be doing the same. Honestly, I'd probably be a little bit more in, in their face. I would be way more raging. I would be in their face. I, I, it's hard not to because all the built-up anger and rage and you finally get outside and you see this fake news jack-off staring you in the face, walking around, shoving a camera in your face. I don't care. Send me to jail. <laughs> Give a little, little smack around. Just do this to their face. Just go. Just smack them. Figuratively speaking, not... Not physically speaking. I don't want to get arrested for a threat. Figuratively speaking. You know, just figuratively smack him in the mouth. Figuratively. Not physically. Figuratively. 
So breaking news, LA County Health Director demands all 10 million residents wear face masks outdoor. The Democrats are literally moving backwards with this COVID-19 crisis. So the article says, LA County Coronavirus Update, Public Health Director says masks are in fact mandatory across the country. I think she's referring to the social distancing guidelines, which is not federal law, they're just guidelines. So... The day after Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti asserted that every person in the city was mandated to wear masks outdoors, L.A. County Public Health Director Barbara Ferrer said the same restrictions applied countrywide, which she's wrong. Our health official order is very clear, said Ferrer in a Thursday COVID-19 press conference. Masks are, in fact, mandatory across the country when you're outside or of your home, not with members of your household and in any kind of contact with other people. We are all required to use those faith cloth coverings, the director continued. Both officials did see an exception for individual exercise, such as jogging. In that case, said Garcetti residents should have a mask with them and be prepared to put it on. Listen, I go outside every single day in Hollywood. I go for my runs, I go for my walks, and I say F the masks. I don't wear the masks. The... The sunlight, the weather here kills the virus almost instantly when it comes out of your mouth. So during a Q&A on Wednesday, a member of the media asked him when face masks went from being a recommenda- recommendation to a requirement. It was, he said, it's, it wasn't just stern advice before. It was always a mandate, said the mayor. I'm proud that L.A. led the movement in the country where requiring all people to wear face masks when you're around other people you don't live with. This isn't about government doing something to us. Garcetti said, this is about collective decisions. That's tyranny, folks. The collective decision. When you have a bunch of tyrants come together to make a collective decision for you, that's tyranny. And remind, uh, a big government decision that restricts your freedom. Uh, and reminder, give city 1% of the people can screw it up for everybody else. Uh, obviously, L.A. still has no outbreak. Um, this is how they ban free speech. Listen to this uh, <laughs> this article from uh, Eyewitness News. Uh, droplets from human speech can last in the air for more than six minutes, new study from Penn says. Yeah, that, that's how they restrict your uh, your freedoms. <laughs> that's how they restrict your free speech. Oh, you know what? You can't speak anymore. You can't talk. You need to wear a mask because if you do talk, it spews the virus out. So no more talking. So the, the director, Dr. Barbara Ferrer, is not a real doctor. This is what it said in her bio. Dr. Bedford is a nationally known public health leader with over 30 years of professional experience as a, a philanthropist, strategist, public health director, educator, leader, researcher, and community advocate, aka not a doctor. I read up her bio. She is not a real doctor. She's got a PhD, master's degrees, and a bunch of things, but none of them makes her an actual qualified health physician. She's literally like has a master's degree in, I guess, public health. Not, not a real doctor. Fake doctor. So, this this is the Democrats. They are taking steps backwards with this crisis. While Republican states are opening up and seeing no outbreak, Democrat states are upping the ante with their tyranny. They're saying more masks. They're closing this. They're closing that. They open this for a day. They close it then. Then they open it up with more restrictions. 
They're going backwards. Right now, we're in the phase where we need to be loosening the restrictions. What were the what were the pa- the past two months about? Why do we lock down everything for two months? And guess what? When you look at the numbers, we're going to go to Worldometers right now. Obviously, the curve is flattened. Whether that was from lockdowns, who knows? Because there's no conclusive evidence that the curve was flattened from lockdowns. It could have been just on that trend regardless. Who knows? Maybe we made it spread faster by cramming the majority of the population into just a few stores, the grocery stores, instead of having people spread out. So we're going to go down to California, and obviously uh, cases per 1 million, California is in the bottom tier with the states. Uh, So Los Angeles has a total of 1,700 deaths. Obviously, they're all from nursing homes, and it seems like their curve hasn't really flattened California as a whole. Obviously, Los Angeles, yeah, let's, let's get a better look. Los Angeles, COVID-19 cases. The, I, there was no chart. Uh, so the daily cases, yeah, there's really no curve flattening. They seem to still steadily be on the increase. So if anything, one could also assume that possibly premature lockdowns did nothing but just drag it out. And, you know, you're, you're slowing it down too much. If it did slow it down, I'm, I'm speaking hypotheticals because there's still it's inconclusive evidence. Still, it is possible that you do the lockdowns too prematurely, whereas you're locking everything down. And let's just say in the perfect world where lockdowns did work, you slowed down the virus from let's say infecting one per like. I'm trying to think of hypothetical numbers. Say the virus infects 1,000 people. You do lockdowns within the next two months, it only affects 2,000 people. Because, you know, in, instead of it exponentially growing, you do lockdowns, you slow the spread. What happens if you slowed the spread too much to the point of instead of dealing with it in two months, you're now dealing with it over two years because you're just slowing the spread so much for literally no reason at all. Because if you do lockdowns and if they do work, it does not make the virus go away. The only reason for flattening the curve is so that hospitals don't get overwhelmed. Mission accomplished whether it worked or not. The curve is flattened. Time to start opening the economy. If your hospital resources aren't in threat, if the army has not used any of the medical resources that they shipped out to other states, literally none of it was used, your states, your cities can handle a lot more than what they're given. Right now, the hospitals are empty. 99% of the hospitals in this country are have lower traffic than normal. And guess what? Everything's closed. They're still shut down everything. Because you got to flatten the curve. Well, guess what? In the grand scheme of things, it's flattened whether you like it or not. The whole narrative went from we must flatten the curve to we must remain on lockdown until there's a damn cure. And there's not going to be a damn cure anytime soon. So it's either we can get this over with like Sweden did. They're already on their way down. They're almost done with it. Or we can drag this out. And the Democrats, they're going to want to drag this out at least to the election. We know this. That the other day, California, I think 25, the district, flipped from a 
a plus six blue district flipped Republican by plus 12. Huge swing. Big swing. He won pretty bigly. The Democrats are scared for their lives because they know that the lockdowns are wildly unpopular. And the only way they can stay in control, the only way they can keep their tyranny intact is to rig the elections with voter fraud and mail-in ballots. They want to keep this thing going for as long as they can because even if they don't keep the lockdowns going until election day, as long as they can get close enough to election day where they can cancel in-person voting or still mandate massive mail-in votes. It's way too soon to make those judgment calls. But you got Governor Gavin Newsom already saying everybody in California is going to get a mail-in ballot if you're registered. Don't you think it's a little too soon to make that call? That's a call you got to make a couple months before the election. That's not a call you make this soon, especially when the projections of this virus has it at being completely irrelevant by the time the election comes around. But no, the Democrats, they want to keep this thing dragging on as long as humanly possible. Who knows? Maybe their motive for flattening the curve in the lockdowns is to make it last longer. Not to get it over with, because they don't want to get it over with. Think about that one. This is a video from 2017 of Keith Oberman quitting his show because he said that Trump was going to be removed from presidency. Listen to this. I am confident now, even more so than I have been throughout the last year, that this nightmare presidency of Donald John Trump will end prematurely and end soon. And I am thus also confident that this is the correct moment to end this series of commentaries. Listen, he says he wants to end this series of commentary. I'm pretty sure his show just got canned. The important stuff first. There are seven routes in front of Trump. Each inevitably ends in his impeachment or resignation. The first, the likeliest, became a thousand times more likely with the Thanksgiving news of a possible deal between Robert Mueller and General Michael Flynn. Hmm. This isn't aging well. I can tell you that much. See, he, he, he's playing off his firing and his cancellation as we won the war. Trump's going to be removed. Well, three years later, guess what? Trump's approval rating is probably higher than ever, and he's going to win again in the landslide. As I reported here as long ago as April 4th, the most specifically qualified expert alive on the subject of prosecuting a president, my friend, the Nixon White House counsel John Dean, put it to me very simply. Mueller is not shooting down. Mueller does not make a deal with Flynn to get Paul Manafort. He does not make a deal with Flynn to get Jared Kushner. He does not make a deal with Flynn to get Trump Jr. Mueller makes a deal with Flynn to get Donald Trump. Period. Period. How did that work out? <laughs> the Flynn deal report suggests Mueller has completely assembled the backbone of his case and is now just hanging the meat from it. And just as... It, it's funny. The hubris of these Democrats. They think they're so right, this confidence. This was a rant from 2017. He thought that Flynn was gonna rat Trump out. Boy, has things changed. I just wanted to sh listen, I don't want you to listen to that so this way you can get a good laugh. Wisconsin is now without COVID-19 restrictions after the state Supreme Court strikes down the governor's stay-at-home order. Hopefully more states start to follow this path. And this is a photo of the bar 
45 minutes after it opens in Wisconsin. It looks like people are waiting to return to their alcoholic needs. Obviously, that's a joke. They're ready to return to normal. I'm ready. I hope you're ready. So this is the video. This is uh, Wisconsin bars packed with patrons almost immediately after court strikes down stay-at-home orders. As you can see, nobody is socially distancing. Nobody has any masks on. This is good. This is great. Now, also, the left. So the Wisconsin bars opened and people flooded in, and the Democrats responded by tweeting the hashtag RIP America. They've been literally telling us for months that gatherings like this would result in mass death and every single time they were wrong. They told us opening the beaches in Florida was bad. They told us that spring break was bad. They told us that um, this political conference was bad. They told us uh, the protests were going to end in mass death and destruction. They told us all these gatherings, all these events, every single time it happened, the left gets something trending to say that mass death was going to come. And every single time, math, mass death never came. Remember when they were complaining about the farmer's markets in Los Angeles, how they were going to result in mass death? I do. And guess what? It didn't. Remember the mass protests where literally thousands of people showed up without socially distancing, chanting, screaming, protesting. None of that resulted in mass death. Florida opened up their beaches. None of that resulted in mass death. So where is this mass death coming from? Where is this mass death coming from? It's all a hoax perpetrated by the Democrats and the dumb Democrat sheep idiots believe it. How many times do you need to get proven wrong for you to understand that you're wrong? So this is what the article is saying. So almost immediately after the Wisconsin Supreme Court struck down Governor Tony Evers' stay-at-home order on Wednesday, bars in the state opened up their doors and patrons did not hold back. The video from Nick's bar shows the patrons packed dancing and banging at the bar. The video received near uh, 60,000 views on Twitter. Uh, bar one goer said he feels safe and was happy to get out. It's kind of boring sitting in my house. I love my fiance, but there's only so much we can handle from each other without interacting with other people. People, the human condition needs human interaction. Other people. Human beings need human reaction. It is a vital part of how we function as people. One, I think it was the first Twilight Zone episode. It was a guy put into an isolation uh, mental brain thing or whatever, and they isolated him. And in his mind, he was the only person in the town, and everybody else was, I guess, a mannequin. And he, was, he lost his mind because he didn't have any human interaction. And the whole theme of that episode was, um, I, I forgot it, but it was, it was about uh, going to the moon and going to outer space and how that's going to, the isolationness and being out there is, is the true enemy that, that we can't really prepare for as humans. Like that was, that was kind of the whole theme of that episode. And it's true. We need to have human interactions. When people don't have human interactions, they go, they get depressed, they, uh, they go crazy. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. I think there was also studies that babies that had more positive reinforcement and more family structure and people around it grew up better. Grew up with better mental health, better physical health, just from having people there versus a baby that's isolated. 
And baby's not cared for. Baby doesn't fully understand what people are saying to it, but it feels the connection and the emotion and the human need. It's the reason why we live in big societies and we all depend on each other like ants. <laughs> we're, we're, we all literally built a society. There's a reason why you don't, you don't find wolves. The wolves are always in a pack. There's a reason why ants are always in a colony. There's a reason why people are always in cities and towns. Very rarely you'll find someone living in the woods. By, I don't. Is there even anybody living in the woods completely by themselves, completely isolated, without any talking to another human being? I'm sure there's probably one person out there. I'm sure there's people out there that still have a phone or some some kind of access to the outside world. If anything, it you're probably in the single digits of people. It's not. It's not how we were designed. We were designed to live in groups, to create cities, and, and help each other thrive. Emotionally, physically, societally. Locking us in our house with the same B-I-T-C-H, my girlfriend, drives a man insane. I'm sure you guys are fighting with whoever's in your house as well. We need to go out. We need to socialize. It does not seem like uh, essential on paper. It doesn't seem like it's an essential activity to socialize. But it is. It is very essential. Do you know your risks of dying from COVID-19? There's a website called virusdeathrate.com. This is a simple free web app. will calculate your odds of contracting and or succumbing to the coronavirus by selecting your country will start. So this is a website that sources the CDC data and you insert uh, where your country and you'll say let's insert my state. Whoops. Anybody can do this. I'll tell you my death rate. And I want you to tell me yours in the comments below. Pick my age. My age is 20 to 34. My sex, yes. Uh, male, uh, I have autoimmune, so yes, calculate my risk. My odds of contracting is 46%. Uh, medium, me, the range is from 18% to 53%. Many contractions go mild or unnoticed or untested. My lifetime odds of actually testing positive is about 2.7%. Uh, my lifetime odds of dying is 0.0623%, or from 0.0006% to 0.07%. Incredibly low. Now, I'm willing, I am totally willing to take these risks. <laughs> I am. Th these are some good odds. I think I'm more likely to win the lottery than to die from COVID-19. Let's see if, if if I didn't have underlying conditions. 0. 0.0204. It's 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 you know the range is from 0.0002%. Might as well just be zero at that point. And this is why we're locked up. Now let's see really quickly. Let's go, let's let's find out if you're under 19, you're a male, no underlying conditions. It's literally zero. 0.0002%. So that's why the schools are closed for this 0.0002%. And literally the range starts at an actual 0%. That's why the schools are closed. Literally more likely to die from the flu. Literally. 
So I urge everybody to go to virusdeathrate.com, spread the word, tell your friends and family, check this site out. It's because, you know, if you're old, let's see, it, it, it could get a little bit scary. You know, let's see, 85 plus male with underlying conditions, calculate, and it's 1.7% chance of dying up to about 2%. So that's pretty some scary numbers, but that's if you're 85 years old or older and already dying from a pre-existing condition. That's literally the worst it can possibly get. But it's good to know this because it, it, it might help you know to be cautious if you think that's pretty high, and it might also uh, help you to say, you know what, this this lowers my anxiety level. I don't need to be as scared as I am knowing these calculations. So hopefully use that at will. Hopefully that helps you. So share your results with me. Thank you so much for listening to The Raging Patriot. If you are listening to Apple, please give it five stars. Uh, the left is one star bombarding me. If you want to shoot me a text, send me some fan mail, 917-540-8768. You can shoot me a text. I'll keep you updated on things. You can send me questions. I might answer them on the show. I might answer them in the text with you. Uh, also, if you can, please share this episode to your friends. Send it to your friends. I, I love doing this daily show. Send it to your friends. Subscribe. Tell them to subscribe. Um, you know, I'll be here every single day. Uh, you know, I'll never take a day off. I, I, I promise you. And if I do, then I, I, pro- I probably have COVID-19. And I'm probably sick and dying. So yeah, thank, thank you for tuning. I, I appreciate you. Go listen to another episode. If you listen to this this far, then, then you need help. You need to go to my other episodes. Peace out.